This is the Servers Radio Network. Good morning and welcome to Love Out of the Blue. My name is Debbie Jordan and this is a collection of stories from my personal journey. From a place of feeling blue to finally seeing those unexpected moments show up out of the blue, reminding me that love is still very real. Joining me at the controls is my producer, Jay Lawrence. And good morning to you, Debbie. We are so glad that you are here with us this morning. Share with us. Tell us something. (laughs) Good morning. It's really great to be here. Good to see you today, too. Yes. (laughs) And here we are in the summer season in Florida, and it's getting hot again. But you were in another season, weren't you, not long ago? True, very true. I I had the pleasure of of, uh, taking a Holy Land Grand Tour, Uh, 18 days spent uh, in Israel, Jordan, and Egypt. Was uh, it was quite a quite an experience. So I understand we're going to Galilee today. We are, we are. Um, I thought it would be really um, fun to talk about one of the love out of the blue moments that happened while I was at the Holy Land. And as I had explained to you before, you know, they they were very easy to find. You could, you know, you're you're in a place in the world where people are pilgrimaging. Um, with the mindset of really looking for something wonderful to happen every single day in these places that they visit. Mm -hmm. So um, day five, um, after, you know, touring around three or four days, we're, you know, really getting into the routine of the hotels and the the travel on the bus and and, uh, certainly each other, you know, in uh, in this group. Uh, It was a day that we had landed in a place called uh, Tiberias, Israel. And it was our days to spend around the Sea of Galilee. Hmm. It was fabulous. This is something that I'd really been looking forward to, uh, only because uh, so many stories about Jesus' life surrounds this Sea of Galilee. And so, um, irregardless of, uh, or regardless of um, how, you know, accurate um, geography or archaeological places are, you can't dispute the Sea of Galilee. Now, you, you got out onto the sea, right? I, we did. We did. We were able to take a boat ride uh, where we floated out. There was um, uh, w- music being played while we went out there, which sort of helped get into the whole mood of the idea. Our tour guide told us some stories about what we were looking at. We got closer and closer to the center of, of the sea. He is pointing out m- mountains that says, this is where the Beatitudes was set. Um, over here is uh, where the fishermen were, um, you know, on the shores. Uh, everything we were surrounded with seemed to have a story that was biblically based. And and then, again, uh, many of these stories took place right there in the boat on the Sea of Galilee. So for me, at, at a certain point, it was just, it was just so wonderful that um, you had a chance to just sit quietly and look out onto the sea and remember those times that um, there was a storm that came up and, and Jesus said, get out of the boat, walk on the water. And, you know, these took place right there. It was pretty incredible. It that, was pretty incredible. Now, that must be amazing because the, you, the other architecture, like in Bethlehem you were talking about, wasn't exactly what you thought. Correct. But the sea is exactly what it was like. It was exactly what it was like. It is not surrounded by buildings and condos. And there are some, you know, there are obviously 
obviously is some sign of of current civilization, but it everything seemed to blend into the shoreline, and especially as the further you got to the center of the sea, all of that seemed to go away, mm. and it was just about being in the boat and in the water. It was just a really beautiful experience. Wow. So following that, we went on to visit the area um, where it is believed uh, very strongly that Jesus presented the uh, Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount if you will. Uh-huh. Um, it was, uh, and that was, again, you're just sort of filled with this idea that this is where this happened and these are where those words are spoken. And one of the people in our group uh, was given the privilege of actually reading that and just hearing it outdoors with, you know, these l- little sounds of nature taking place. You, you sort of had this idea that you were hearing it exactly how it had been done mm-hmm. back in that time. It was, again, very powerful. As the day went on, though, um, and for me, my love out of the blue moment I would love to share with you is yes. we visited a, a It was a very small stop towards the end of the day to a a little church called the Chapel of the Primacy of St. Peter. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that this location is important is that the the chapel itself um, still has all of these, again, archaeological evidence that this this existed back i think in the 4th century or something and and the main altar is all there including what they believe is the table where Jesus then presented food to the disciples after the resurrection now again that's that's what they believe that this is the actual rock and table okay wow. uh, uh, along with a couple other places in town that seem to feel that they have it as well Again, those specific details are not what's important, but for me what was what was very cool, it's the location of this of this chapel. This um, place of the coals is another name that they call this, which is so which was to me so funny because um, the reason they call it that is that um, the historically and all of the stories say that Jesus, after the resurrection, cooked the disciples breakfast he and he that he had made this fish over coals and i always sort of got a kick out of the fact that wondering if that was like you know one of the first barbecues that you know took place and <laughs> but, but how breakfast we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and again breakfast yeah as opposed to the last supper here's this breakfast that he came to this place looking for his disciples the reason it made sense too is because there's a spring that feeds into this particular area into the sea of galilee it is where fishermen would would have gone looking for fish so it makes sense that jesus would have gone there knowing that his disciples fishermen were there and it is where he then went on to explain to them i need to um make you fishers of men this is this is um where jesus then said to saint peter feed my sheep and those stories were super powerful and here is the shoreline and i could just i started to just imagine this well what the obvious love out of the blue moment would have been i think from for um people that know me and saw this came running up to me and said did you see all the heart-shaped rocks there's there's placed in in front of or and sort of around this church around this building are these um heart-shaped rocks one for each disciple this the the person had done this um Mm. oh i think back in the um 
1930s or something, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, had these um, rocks put in there, one for each one of the disciples. So I, I started, kind of got a giggle out of it and thought, well, this is wonderful. This was their love out of the blue moment. This is what they were showing there. This is, you know, they wanted to represent the love from the disciples in this place. So truly that, you know, is sort of what I thought was going to be my love out of the blue moment. But as I went down to the shore of Galilee and got to put my feet in the water and began walk along the shoreline, they were everywhere. Jay, there was, there were, everywhere I sat and I would look, I, here was another rock that was sort of shaped like a heart and another one and another one. They were just, they were just everywhere. And, and of course that just completely, you know, touched my heart, made me smile. And, and I kept looking out over the water and, uh, remembering these stories and 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 just got so filled with so much joy in the fact that so many people come to this place and and feel that same presence that they feel like they are in the place on the beach where Jesus walked. They're picking up the seashells and we're picking up sand and where people began tossing rocks into the water and, and all this really um, joyful laughter began happening or people then you could see them off in the distance just really meditating deeply in this place. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was just a very beautiful place. So my love out of the blue moment happened when one of the people in my group hands you know me a camera and says, hey, can you take my picture? I want to prove I was here, get my feet in the water, my feet are in the Sea of Galilee. Absolutely. So I took a bunch of pictures for, for her and then she goes, oh, let me do this for you. So now I'm you know, splashing in the water and I, and I find this rock and I get stand up on it and we're taking these pictures so that I can show them to my family later. Um, when I got to the hotel later that evening and I was going through the photos, one of the pictures of, as I was standing on this rock, there was another rock that was next, sort of next to it. And the shadow from my shoes onto the other rock was this perfectly formed heart mm. and I and even the look on, on my face in that picture it just I think to me just expressed exactly what I was feeling while I was there I there was so much love in that one place in Galilee on the Sea of Galilee the water the the sound the um and what it meant to that community then the importance of Galilee, of the fish, of how it fed that area, the water, the springs, everything was about water. And then Jesus coming in and, and teaching on that water. And then now today, all of these people coming to that same water to be fed those same stories and to, and to continue that message, you know, on through. So it's one of the few pictures that I've ever posted of myself that um, I, that's a love out of the blue moment that involves, you know, a picture of me personally. Um, but I... I I did it because of what had happened for me. It was truly my love out of the blue moment was this photo of me in the shadow on this rock. And I, it summed up for me everything that had happened there. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, another little detail on the whole Galilee side of things. Our tour guide uh, very generously had a little catchphrase that he started from the very beginning of the tour. Um, that had about becoming what you are now living. And so at this point, his little phrase was, be Galilee. And 
what that meant was basically to live your life to the fullest. The fullest of what was in that area was in that water, in the Sea of Galilee, to serve, to share, and to love. That was his tag. And I thought, that's exactly, exactly, Jay, what we're trying to do here. Serve through sharing, but then have others share and to share the love out of the blue moments that we find. It was a good it was a good day. <laughs> that is fantastic. Can you repeat that once again for me? The be Galilee. Yeah, be Galilee to to him meant to live life to the fullest, serve, share, and love. Fantastic. Well, we'd like you to share your stories as well on the website or on the on Instagram or on Facebook with Debbie. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, absolutely. Jay, thank you so much because my hope is that through sharing these stories from the places I've been, the people I've met, the stories they've told, that you too will begin to see those unexpected moments arrive anywhere, anytime, just when you need them the most. So till next time, thank you, Jay. I'm Debbie Jordan, and this is Love Out of the Blue.